0: I guess the next thing I wanted to ask you is about influences. I know obviously you you were known as a country singer earlier in your career, but I know you're you're heavy into blues as well, that blue-eyed soul stuff. So that being said, uh who influenced you, Leroy?
1: Well, early on, you know, um as a kid, uh, I am sure you're aware that um Bob Wills was a family friend. And so the Wills family, being around that family and that family of musicians was second nature to me. As a matter of fact, I sang with the with the Texas Playboys and Bob and the Texas Playboys. I was like six, you know. Uh I didn't think anything about it because I thought every kid had a Bob Wills in his family, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was like having Hank Williams as a family member or something, you know. But um Bob was a very big influence on me and continues to be because he loved everything. I mean, you know, Bob, I think Bob was more 1908, I think, 1910, I can't remember oh, I wanted to. And so by the time rock and roll came around, jazz came around, he was he had already been playing it. When everybody used to like to throw rock and roll under the bus, if you recall. Mm-hmm. Um, and said, uh, um, you know, this is going to, you know, make our kids go crazy and, 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 and we're going to break all these records and we're not ever going to play rock and roll. And Bob says, what's the problem with that? He loved the Beatles too, by the way. Um, it, so it kind of gave me a, it kind of gave me a license to be myself. As a matter of fact, when we got my first guitar, we took it by their house and, uh, he wanted me to play something for him, so I played a little bit of Milk Cow Blues, and I was trying to play it like him. And he told me, he said, Now, listen, um, I don't want you to play it like me. I want you to play it like you. You've got to find your own voice now. I've already done mine. You need to find your your own voice. And, 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 and so that kind of gave me the freedom to go do that. So he was a great big influence, and by the time I'd gotten to be, oh... Um, probably a freshman in high school, I heard the Almond Brothers Band. Mm. And to me, they had it all. See, they, had, they had they were a rock and roll band, but there was country in there, there was jazz in there, there was orchestral music in there, and it was all just mired up together, and they did not care. And, you know, as time went on, I mean, I get, became really close friends with that band, and the guys in the band, Greg, Almond and I were very close, and as with Dickie Betts, well, all the, I'm really all the guy. And uh, I never got to meet Dwayne, but Dwayne was my biggest influence on guitar, no question about it. That's where the slide came to live with me, was hearing him, because I didn't know what he was doing. See, this is way before Internet, and you could find things like that out or how he's doing it. You know, what is he doing? I remember asking my friend who had been, turned me on to the on the road. I said, what on earth is this guy doing? I want to do that. What is that? He goes, well, he's playing slide. I went, oh, oh, what's that? What's slide? He goes, well, it's kind of like steel, but it's played on a regular guitar. So, man, I went about the dubious task of learning how to do that. I lost every friend I ever had. Because it sounds horrible for a long time. For a long time. <laughs> but I was bound and determined to do it. How long did it take you? Hell, I'm still doing it, pal. Still trying to figure it out. Still learning it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hell, I thought you had it mastered. Thank you. I'm growing, I think. Um, It's wonderful to be home, spend a little time, because, you know, when you're on the road, you get up there and you kind of quote what you've already done and expound on that, because every song we play is different every night. You know, it's not, it's not a copy of what we did in the studio. It's That's a guide map, but it's certainly not. I mean, you know, I never know who's going to take a solo. If I just feel like um, the other guitar player should be taking a, a solo, then I'll throw it to him or piano or whatever, you know, whatever we got. Um, it's just different every time, and it keeps everybody on their toes, and it keeps it fresh, and it keeps it fresh for the audience. No two shows are alike. You know, if you come to see us in St. Louis on a Friday night, and then you want to come to Columbia and see us on a Saturday night, and then to Cape Girardeau on a Sunday night, you'll see three different shows. I don't even know what we're going to do. I know what we're going to start with, and I know what we're going to end with. But what happens in the middle is anybody's guess.
0: Well, I want to congratulate you for knowing three different cities in Missouri. Off the (laughs) top of your head, that's pretty good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, of course man <laughs> when you're a road warrior yeah. you have to know where you're at you know yeah
0: I was going to say that's a man who's done us traveling indeed we
1: have lord have mercy
0: since we're a 90s country show uh, who else did you appreciate from that same time period you know who else did you like listening to back then
1: oh I loved Rodney Crowell I loved um, I loved um, Steve Earle. Um, these were all kind of Edge artist Roseanne Cash, I loved that, um, and and they really they were a little before me, so I was they were sort of my teachers in many ways, and I got to be friends with them, and we got to work together, and all that. Those people meant meant a whole lot to me, um, and then the you know of course Haggard was he was the epitome for me, Merle. Uh, I, be- I was just a huge fan. I mean, a rabid fan. I mean, he was up there with Will, the Almond Brothers. There's really only three. And Delbert, Delbert McClendon, mm-hmm. who's been a very close friend for a very long time. And, um, you know, these people really, without them, there would be no Leroy Parnell. Um, and Haggard had the same feeling about music that I did. He loved Bob Wills, he loved Jimmy Rogers, he loved the blues, he loved Leslie Bruzel, too, you know. It, it, to him, it did not matter. I mean, you look at Merle's band, you think about Merle's band, and uh, Jimmy boy and I talked about this a whole lot. He said, you know, Hag is the only guy I know that ever put a trombone solo on a uh, country record and had a hit with it. He just didn't believe in, in those kind of those horrible old uh, Old typecast. There's just no sense in that. There's no sense. at all in it. It's just it, it. It should be. It's sh- because the audience they love to be entertained. That's really all they care about. Is just being entertained, and they don't care if it's country. I mean, think about it. when you were a kid growing up. I bet you your buddies had all kinds of music in their in their trucks, and when you guys were driving around. You were probably listening to rock and roll. And you're probably listening to country music and and blues and everything else. You know, been from Missouri or Missouri, wherever you're, what part you're from, <laughs> uh, you're gonna have a pretty good dose of Chuck Berry and uh, Ozark Mountain Daredevils too. You know,
0: you bet, man. I love those references too. Little Johnny Be Good, Little Jackie Blue. Now, suppose at some point we should talk a little bit more about your latest album. You came on my show. The least I could do is give you a plug. But tell me about the new album and. Why people need to pick it up or download it?
1: Oh gosh, listen, I, that that album was—I don't know—I have to say it's 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 if it's not my favorite, it's it's one of my favorites. Um, I don't even know how many albums I've made now; I couldn't even tell you. But um, the. This album was different in so much as I wrote every single song with the same guy, and I did it by design. It was it it, 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 it was conceptualized uh, with Greg Barnhill, my dear friend from New Orleans, and we. I really love New Orleans music. I love everything about. I love Louisiana cooking. I love their music. I love the people, and he's just the epitome of all those things. And so. He, I said, Greg, I need some more. He said, he was coming to me saying, you got to teach me some of this Texas stuff. And I said, no, 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 you got to teach me some of this Louisiana stuff, you know. <laughs> so it was a kind of a mutual admiration society, and we started kind of getting, started digging into and the songs were coming real fast. I mean, Too Far Gone was the first one we wrote, and then along the way, Sunday Days came along, which might be the best song I've ever had a hand in not writing. Um, so, you know, you think this late in a a person's life, in a person's career, it might get old. Uh, uh, contrary to popular beliefs, uh, it just gets more intense. Uh, the work, the time is, time is, is, we don't have as many shopping days as we once did, if you know what I mean. So it's, every piece of work that you do is really important to you. And, um, it has given me, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm just grateful that I still have, uh, I can still play, I can still sing, I can still write, and there's still an audience out there for what we do. And you, I'm so grateful, well, just like getting to talk to you today. I mean, that's a treat, man. And for people who think that it's you've become callous to it, I don't. I never have. I'm grateful every day for all the things that's I've been able to do in my life, and that I continue
0: to, to be able to do. Well, I sure appreciate that because, uh, you know, when I had the idea for this show, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get all these artists to come on with me. And, and so far every week I've gotten I've gotten somebody. And for you to say that, you know, I, I, I appreciate it because I know your fans appreciate it too.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, we all, you know, we all, we're all in this thing together, as they say.
0: (laughs) Been hearing that a lot lately, haven't we? (laughs) Yes, 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 yes.
1: yes. That's so true. I hope y'all stay safe up there or out there. Stay home if you can. Kind of unusual days, days and nights, isn't it?
0: It is. It's, It's a strange time. It is, indeed. Leroy, I really appreciate your time. Hey, thanks so much for doing this.
1: Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you. Call me anytime. We'll visit again. Leroy Parnell, our guest in the Honky Tonk Time
0: Machine. His new album is called Midnight Believer. Learn more about it at LeroyParnell.com.